Good afternoon, good evening, good morning, and welcome to the MWT Podcast. You are joined by Lisa. What up? And me, Tiffany. <laughs> um, <laughs> so if y'all could have seen what had transpired over the course <sighs> of the last... Five if, minutes, even. I was going to say 10, 15 minutes. Um, uh, Lisa just just put everybody on punishment. Well, all the males in her house on punishment. I can't even say Rihanna because I, I don't know where she's at. She's in a room with her buddy. Being quiet. Being nice and quiet. Yep. There's not enough alcohol in my house for me right now. Yeah, you should see Lisa's face right now. She's just like, flu- her face is flushed. And she looks like she wants to karate chop somebody in the throat. I'm going to send them all home with Tiffany. I told her she could just send them to my house. And then I'm just going to stay here. Whatever. <laughs> Whatever works, okay? She's like, as long as they're gone, Jeez. we're good. Good lord. <laughs> they actually got to record before here. They're like, that's my whole thing. They know darn well they're not going to sit in the living room play Fortnite and not be loud while we're recording. Uh-uh-uh. I already Lisa, don't like Fortnite. Tell them what we're drinking on. Okay. Tell them what we need to Before drink on. Before I go on. on a rant that none of you want to hear. No, you about. definitely want to hear because it it's hilarious. Oh, my God. So, <laughs> since it's almost St. Patrick's Day. Well, yeah, almost St. Patrick's Day, which is in one week from yesterday. We are drinking Guinness with Blue Moon. I love Guinness with Blue Moon. It's like, well, I should do more, a little, like, maybe, so it's a little over half. 60%? Sure. 60% Blue Moon and 40% Guinness. And then I like to squeeze the orange in it. See, and I feel like she did the opposite because I watched her pour it and it looked like she poured three-fourths of the Guinness and then a little bit of the Blue Moon. And then we drank some and then we're like, a lot of Guinness, probably needs more Blue Moon. Well, I was distracted. So then we poured some more Blue Moon in there and now it tastes bomb. Because at first I was like, Eh. Well, when she first pulled the two out, I was like, wait, are we drinking them separately or are we drinking them together? together. Well, I was distracted by, you know, those hyenas in my living room. But no, it's it's really it's good. Bad. I've never heard of this before, but apparently she said it's mm-hmm. a thing. Mm-hmm. It's a thing. It's called black and blue. Let me make sure before I say So I did try, because Lime and Kugel, their um, summer shandy is out, which I love. And so I tried to do that because for some reason I feel like I heard that like somewhere I'm mixing Guinness and the summer shandy, but I didn't like it very much. Yeah, and, and I would have never. See, it's called like black and yellow, I think. I never would have thought to mix a stout with Hold a on. white. Let me make sure. Pale wheat. But Pale. I know there's this bar that's here locally, and they do actually have this. On their menu, the black and blue. But before, um, sorry, I'm Googling at the same time. My brother introduced me to this, so, and I thought maybe he just made it up. And then I actually saw it on a menu at a bar. Oh, yeah, see, here it is. Black and blue beer. And it's um, Guinness and Blue Moon. I don't know how to sit. So, apparently, I think what you're really supposed to do is pour in the Blue Moon, get a spoon, pour the Guinness on top of the Blue Moon so that it actually separates. Oh. But, you know, we got time for that. No, so we just poured it it up and mixed it. Exactly. And then this is how it looks. Well, you can't see. You can see a clear division in the pale and the dark. Mm Mm-hmm. 
That's good though. Like I feel like it gives each of them a totally different flavor. Yeah, it tastes like a totally different beer. It does. Mm. I'm trying to. Mm. It tastes like a dark amber beer to me when you mix the two. Which I could see why I like that because amber beers are my favorite. Yeah. I do like I amber a, beers. I like Alaskan amber. Mm-mm-mm. Yummo. This is good, but I feel like, you know. You're strong. Yeah, it is very strong. What is the alcohol percent on each one? Okay, so Guinness is. Did I find it? Well, on that side. The hell? I think it's in that see see bottom it. stretch there. Let's it's see. not there. Chill, straight, see? bottle, nope, nothing. It's not there. And then it's not with like the, how much is in here? Because I think at Blue Moon is only like four points. You have to Google it. Blue Moon is 5.4. So it's really not on with the Guinness. I don't know. See, you would think it would be, like, on the serving facts, but it's not there. I'm sure we could find it online. I'll probably look it up online and let you guys know. I am really surprised. Um, Although the bottle looks really, really cool, so. I like Guinness. Have you ever had Guinness on tap? Uh, yeah, actually, I have. I really like Guinness on tap. Yeah, I think it gives it a different flavor. I think out of the tap is always okay. a different yeah. Yeah, flavor. What is the... Hold on. Lisa's going to look it up for you guys mm-hmm. right now. So, did you just make wine or something? What did you just do? Yes, I went over to my friend's house to check out her brand new house that she bought. I guess the house is not brand new, but it's brand new to her. Mm -hmm. So, her new house that she bought in February. This is only 4.3% alcohol. That seems very low. That's kind of wreck. Yeah, I thought it was pretty low first out. Especially for Blue Moon would be 5.4. Yeah, it seems kind of weird. Mm-hmm. Uh, but she bought a house, and so she makes her own wine. So I went over there, just hanging out, talking, and she was just showing me her process of making the wine, how she gets mm-hmm. it started, uh, which is funny. She just texted me all the links to where she bought her kit. Mm-hmm. So she bought the kit, and then she buy it. Well... There is the the kit that's the tools, so like the tub, the jars, all that kind of stuff mm. to make it. And then she buys um, different varieties of wine in their own little kits, right? They come with the yeast mm-hmm. and all the oh. the ingredients to make it. But you only need to buy the kit one time unless you plan on brewing a few at, a, at the same time. Oh, okay. Because it takes anywhere from, let's say, four weeks to 16 weeks, depending on the type that you buy and how long it takes. Oh. So your more expensive, your better quality ones take longer mm-hmm. to ferment and things like that. So is she the one that we drank her wine on the podcast? Long, yes, long we did. Ago? Yeah. Okay. She's given me a couple bottles of her wine. It's really, really good. So. Cool. Yeah. So does she like squish her own grapes? Or does she like no, she just buys kit? the kit. So it comes with the juice and the yeast and all the different things to make it. She doesn't mm-hmm. do um, like hardcore, like Grow my own grapes okay. and put them in barrels yeah. or anything. No, she just does the at-home mm-hmm. kids. She did say that she bought a beer one, but they haven't tried it yet. That's what I want to do. She I had bought it for her like, husband. Do my own beer. One is called Smashing Pumpkins. Mm-hmm. 
She's like, I probably have to buy new yeast for it because I'm pretty sure the yeast has expired. She's like, I bought it for him a while back. Oh, jeez, yeah. She he said he was going to make it, and I guess he never did, so. <laughs> yeah. So I'm really excited. She was just explaining and walking me through it, so mm-hmm. really cool. And it was that's good to catch nice. up and hang out with her mm-hmm. and see her new place. She Yeah, that's nice. She Fun bought place. a four-bedroom, two-and-a-half bathroom house, mm-hmm. and she's not really, like, so I was like, Hey, I hate to be like everybody else, but I got to ask, um, are there K words in the future? Mm-hmm. And she starts cracking up. She's like K words. And she's like, well, you know, maybe when I, when I hit 30, she's like, I'm not like in the stage of my life right now where I, I really want oh, to have right. kids, she, you know, enjoying life, mm-hmm. focusing on a career. But and I mean, four bedrooms and two baths. What else you need that to do about house? That's why I asked because I'm like, I would have pictured you buying like a two bedroom right. you know, bathroom. Exactly. House, not a four. And two, like, that's Especially family. if you have no kids planned in the future. Yeah, and she's like, well, we were thinking about, you know, the possibility in the future of having a kid or two. And then she's she was saying uh, resale value. So mm-hmm. if I, we ever wanted to sell it, you yeah. know, it makes more sense to have a four-bedroom, two-and-a-half bathroom house. And then I guess when you do plan on having a kid, you don't have to buy another house. Yeah, so she has one guest room suck. set up. She's going to set up another one. So she'll have three guest rooms. Or, sorry, her bedroom, two guest rooms, and then an office. Hmm. So That's it makes good. sense. She's mm-hmm. going to use the space, but, yeah. you know, ni- nice house. Um, congratulations to her. That's yeah. A, that's an awesome mm-hmm. thing. Buying a house is major. Is it around here? <laughs> yeah, it's about 18 minutes from here. Oh, okay. So I was late to getting to Lisa's house because, you know, I'm that weirdo that I don't know how to be like, hey, I'm getting out of here. You know, like I feel weird saying mm-hmm. it. Some people give you cues, like, I wish you would get out of my house. And then some people you don't know, like, mm-hmm. do they want me to stay longer? Do they want me to leave? I don't know. So I'm kind of socially awkward. Did she give you a cue, like, get the hell out of her house? No, but I was looking at my my phone, and I was like, I told Lisa I would be there at, like, 4. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, it's 4 now. So I should probably kind of start winding things down. That's okay. I wasn't ready to get out of here anyway because I was being super nosy outside. Lisa here was half naked when I arrived. So we've been really busy all morning, which we shouldn't have been busy because, so I didn't set my, well, I set my alarm, but I wasn't worried about the whole moving out an hour forward thing, like spring forwarding, because I'm like, well, my phone will do it for me anyway. Well, I have, the kids wanted me to go lay down last night. It was like, Six o'clock, and Rihanna and Jordan are like, Come on, let's go upstairs. So I'm like, Okay, I lay with them watching YouTube and I fell asleep. So I fell asleep from like six to seven thirty. Then I woke up and I was like, Oh crap, what time is it? Well, by that time, those two are ready for bed. Cameron's already down here asleep with Kelvin watching basketball. So I was like, I don't really care if it is Saturday night, let's just go to bed. Well, then everybody falls asleep. I fall asleep for a little bit, and then I wake back up and I am wide awake. Mm-mm. So then I'm looking on my phone, looking on my phone, and I was like, okay, I really need to go to sleep because we need to get up for church. So I didn't put my phone back on my charger because my charger had broke. So I was at the dollar store, and I was like, oh, I'm just going to grab a dollar store charger. Like, I don't have time to go anywhere else. Well, this fucking charger lights up brighter than, it's like a, it lights up. Like, the whole charger lights up, and it's so bright. <laughs> so then I couldn't go to sleep, so I was like, fuck it, I'm taking it off the charger. So, I take it off the charger, 
And then I just set it on my dresser next to my bed and I fall asleep. Well, the damn phone dies from 50% and I wasn't even on it till this morning. So then I wake up late. So we didn't go to church, but we didn't go to church. But we've been so busy all day. It's been crazy. What have you been doing all day? I had to go to the grocery store, had to clean, which you can see we didn't get. Well, we cleaned and then we cooked. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. <laughs> and we cook like ribs and greens, and I still have to cook like stuff for my lunch for the week. But um, we cooked, and then so then I'm like, I need to get in the shower before Tiffany gets here. And I've been doing laundry. You probably heard our machine making noise. Well, then some guy is like soliciting around our neighborhood, but like in our area, they're not allowed to do that. Like he's wearing a trench coat and he's opening it up. No, he's on a bush jacket. But it's so I'm being nosy because I was waiting for him to come to our door because I was going to answer and be a smart ass. But then he skipped over our house. He knew it. He got vibes from Lisa. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, but the grocery store was super busy. I didn't think it would be that busy at this when we went. Yeah, I'm a little surprised that it's so busy, but it uh, was in the morning. There's no holiday or anything going on. Mm-mm. And it's Sunday, mm-hmm. but I thought nobody would be there at that time. Mm-hmm. And then we looked on the ground, and then Calvin, Calvin <laughs> thinks he knows how to cook on the ground. So I go out there to flip over the ribs because we made ribs and like we made a thing of regular like the pork ribs like we always make and then I wanted to try beef ribs. So one I marinated like I always marinate and then I did the other the beef ribs I did something different too. And I go out there there was hardly any coals in there. They weren't even hot anymore. And I said what how do you expect us to cook the rest of the ribs? Oh, they're good. No, they're not hot. So he had to go to the store again and get more coals. <laughs> oh, oh he said. And then they drove me nuts before we started watching. Yeah. Man. If only you guys could see Lisa's face right now. But the food was delicious. That's good. Yeah. All the ribs are actually gone. So I can't even take any for my lunch tomorrow. I had breakfast this morning with the girls, and that's about it. So when I leave Lisa's house, I'm going to get me some food because I'm starving. We went to Grandma's table and Yum. just had hash browns and eggs, pancakes, toast, coffee. Delicious. Yeah. It's good. I love Grandma's table. Me too. Like last week, we went to this other place called Excited, and it's that? super popular. It's a one in Plainfield, and it's really? mm-hmm. it's Where? super popular. It's on 111th and 59. Okay. Um, but last time we went, we waited for like 30, 45 minutes and to get the table. Mm-hmm. Super good. Everybody mm-hmm. goes here and eats. Um, which is why it's so busy. So. I've never heard of any. Last week, Sydney wanted to go, and so we went there. But this week, I was like, this week, I don't have the patience for excited. I'm super hungry, so we need to go to Grandma's table. How did you hear about it? I didn't even know you heard about it. Uh, my sister used to CrossFit right down the street from it. It's about wow. three, four minutes from her gym. So it's it's kind of by, um, so when you're going 
I'm 59, like you go under the bridge when you're coming towards our house. Mm-hmm. So you go back to the other way a little bit? Correct. So is it by Meyer? Um, shoot, it's probably further back even from Myers because Myers yeah. is probably more like a hundred so and then you go down a little bit and there's like a barbecue place yeah barbecue place yep okay yep there mm. I think the barbecue place you're talking about is called Charco's barbecue yes. yep it's right there. Ate there but I have not either I every day or not every day every once in a while I talk about eating there mm-hmm. but so I've never gone never went because yeah. I don't want it to be disgusting there is also another barbecue place real close to me. I'm not even sure if it's still open, but they had a um, another location that was very popular, so they opened up one closer to me. What's it called? Um, shit, I don't know the name of it, but it's in the old Gray's Mill thing that's on the corner by the river. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah, that they, they are in that building now. So oh, I don't know. um. Oh crap, we've been moon, there before. South Moon. I always want to call it Blue Moon because I think Moon and Blue. My thing is called South Moon, Obviously. right? Um, so, uh, South Moon. I think that's what it's called, the South Moon. I feel like it's Southern, Southern Moon. Southern Moon. Not Southern. Southern Moon. It's good though. Okay, I've it's like been. it's actually really good. That's you, what I've heard. Yeah. That's why they were able to open up that second location. Oh yeah, it is South Moon Barbecue. Okay, but I haven't so, been. We went there one time, like, with my parents and then Kellen's parents. We went there and tried it out. And then, it I mean, it is super good. And when we went was when they first opened. And they were so busy that they kept running out of everything. Cause they, mm. didn't, they didn't have, like, their stuff down pat. But it was really, really, really good. And that was a while ago. And a lot of people since then have said it is, like, amazing. Okay, I'm going to have to go got, now. I like, this. Spicy potato salad. Oh, what's it called? Lisa just sold me on it like in this two minutes it's that we were talking about it. potato salad and it's spicy and it is so freaking good. All right. One of Calvin's cousins actually like manages the kitchen. Okay, because I was going to say they have two yeah. locations. One, their original location, and then this is their sandwich. new one. Mm-hmm. Yes, and this is the new mm-hmm. one. Um, and the new one's closer to my house, so I was like, oh, yeah, it's one. I mean, it's worth going. Like, it is amazing. Well, when we went, it was really good. Okay. Yeah. But now, if you want anything to drink, like, alcoholic, I think their their bar is, like, downstairs, and you actually have to go down there and order it. Okay. It's something with how they have their licensing. I don't even know. Um, makes but sense. I wasn't even thinking about drinks. I was just like, give me some water in my food. Thank you. Yeah, I mean, that'll probably be me, yeah. too. It's like, eh. Oh, it's so good. We haven't been there in a long time. It was really good. All right. I think that's going to be on my agenda for one of these upcoming weeks is, like, go over there and and eat. You should. Nice. So this is our 100th episode. Um, So I thought we were going to – we'll play a little game. I guess it's not really a game. I didn't know about this. But the topic is, like, keep it 100. So I found – um, this website called ProCon.org, and it has 50 plus of the main debate topics listed. So I figure we're not going to go through all of them, mm-hmm. but we're, we're going to go through these hot button issues. Okay. And we have to give our 100 honest opinion. Right. So this episode, I think we're going to dub it Keep It 100. And so Lisa was not prepared for this. Uh, do you have any more alcohol? Because I didn't bring any. Now I feel bad because I got here and Lisa was like, so did you bring alcohol? And I was like, no, I thought you had but, a whole box of alcohol. But I was glad so you, I didn't. Yeah, that's why I was like, okay, good. Because I had Guinness and the blue one. So. so I was like, okay, I didn't. But I'm like, I can run out to the liquor store and grab some if, if need be. 
Got some. Okay. So I'm going to skip around. I'm not going to go in order. There's a couple ones I'll skip. Okay, wait. I just got distracted. You know that your laptop has an alien face on the back? Yes. Okay. It's like a little tiny alien yeah, head, right? Yeah, so is my power button. I mean, it's called an Alienware laptop, so. Oh, I don't know what the shit this fancy thing is called. I have to carry this big-ass suitcase briefcase oh, thing that came in. Oh, the name on the outside that says Alienware. I have to carry it, and I don't want Never to mind. because, you know, people know that Alienwares are really, really expensive. Okay. I totally had a squirrel moment, but I just saw, like, these evil eyes staring at me back here. So I didn't want to carry it around in the case or anything, but there's no, like, I kind of get an 18.4, like, a laptop that fits a 18.4-inch laptop because this one won't fit in a 17.3. It's, well, if it's 18 by the 4, it's not going to fit. No, this is a 17.3, but see oh. the little back part of it? It's like a couple extra inch or so. Yeah, it won't really big. Yeah, it will not fit into a regular one. Like, so I have to get a bigger one. I might get YouTube videos, but I don't want to buy this big-ass thing. No, so this is a personal thing. I get my update for my iPhone, I'm going to get an iPhone. Maybe they can use that. I have poor eyesight, so I always get a bigger screen. Oh, okay. Uh, but now the problem is I can't old, carry it anywhere other than in this case that it came in because I, I haven't gotten a bag that fits it. Well, just get a big purse, but you're not a big uh, purse type No, of you can't even... Look how big this thing is. You can't fit this in a purse. Yeah, you can go to walk... Well, this thing will not fit in your big old purse. purse. But there's ones that are bigger. I have to carry and a suitcase around. And they're reversible, so they're cute. You can even make but it match your purse. Your but it's laptop. not even going to... Like, it's not going to protect my laptop. That's true if you drop it. You're yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'd much rather have something protected than to look cute. And so I, I think... Look cute. <laughs> yeah. I think I'll end up getting, like, a ugly-ass black okay. backpack. But as long as it protects it, yes, right. it works. All right. So here we go, Lisa. Oh, great. Number one. Should abortion be legal? Oh, why do you have to ask me this question? I can answer this question because here's my opinion. Okay, go and then I'll get mine. Yes. Hmm. Should it be legal? Yes, so that women can get it done properly with medical attention. Would I personally get one? No, but I am pro-choice, which means I think that you should have the right to decide what you want to do. Personally, would I get one? No, but that's my own decision to make. Okay, so this is where it's really hard for me because you can get abortions going all the way up to shady clinics to where your baby already has a heartbeat, it already has arms, it already has legs, and they'll give you an abortion. My problem with abortion is women use abortion as birth control. So they don't even use a, like, Oh my God, I think like they wake up the next day or, or like the week after they find out they're pregnant, they don't go get the abortion. People don't realize that as early as nine, I, I don't know, super early, you can see the little baby growing side of you and there's a heartbeat already. People don't realize that. So they don't care if it's three months. They think a baby is nothing and they're going to kill it. No, that little peanut has a heartbeat since nine weeks old and after you kill it with the heartbeat I feel like you're killing a human being because a lot of people and this is where I have such a hard time with it a lot of people use abortion as birth control it's not birth control it's not a way of birth control use birth control 
pull out method. Use a damn condom. Like, I was going to say, well, technically it controls birth. So but you know what I mean, Tiffany. No, I know exactly every what you're time saying. you went and had sex and the only method of birth control that you used was abortion, imagine all those poor little babies that you're killing. It's yeah. easy to go buy a damn condom off the shelf or to get on birth control through your doctor. That is my issue with birth control. But then at the same time, and I'm with Tiffany, I would never, I have never had an abortion and I would never turn to an abortion for anything. But then I look at women who are raped, mm-hmm. like women who are raped by their dads or their Sexually brothers assaulted, yep. or their uncles or some random person on the street. And is that really how you want to bring a baby in your life? So who am I to tell you? What to do with your body. Right. No, you should just have that baby and give it up for adoption. No. In that sense, that's where I get really conflicted because I'm like, who am I to tell you what to do? So we should make it legal, right? Because you have to account for those scenarios, right? Otherwise, you're going to have a lot of people lying on guys Mm -hmm. so they can get an abortion and then you risk that occurring. Like, okay, the only way I can legally have gotten this abortion is by telling you that someone's sexually assaulted me and maybe I'm throwing somebody under the bus when that's not accurate because I wanted this abortion Mm -hmm. so bad. So I think what you're saying is yes, legalize it. On the fence thing, like it's so hard for me to express how I really feel because as working in ultrasound department, I don't think people understand how early on a baby has a little life. People do understand. Some people just some don't Some people do care. and some people don't. And you're right. People don't care because they feel like, well, if I'm only a month along and find out I'm pregnant and I kill the baby, what, what does it hurt? No, well, it to hurts. Them, well, to them, they look at it like this, right? That's their If excuse. I were to have given birth right at this moment, would the baby have survived anyways? No. So to them, it's not a viable thing, right? They don't believe that it is a human they believe once it's to the point well and that's why i kind of raised like the whole idea of you know the late term abortions right like okay if you're what is the earliest that a baby has been born and survived Mm -hmm. okay that becomes your marker of like you cannot have an an abortion past this Mm -hmm. point because we know that your baby can survive so Mm -hmm. if you were going to put a legal uh threshold right Mm -hmm. Then you would say, okay, you know you're pregnant leading up to these months. Right. You need to have it before then. I, mm. And listen, I this is... I don't know. That's why it's such a hot button topic because everybody has a different uh, version or why they think I what just, they think, I mean, right? I like, I honestly don't feel like there is ever a point where it's okay with people who use it as birth control. Period. Because that there is a lot of people, and I know people who have used it as their birth control. What about morning after pill then? I don't really like that either because there's still a baby inside of you. But isn't that what birth control does is essentially have you do many abortions? They're just so early on you don't know. Well, I guess the morning – you're right. The morning after pill is a little different. Like, but I'm saying if but you're no, birth because control – birth control, it stops it, period, altogether. There's never a little baby that forms inside of you. Well, okay, if you say implantation, right? If right. you say implantation is the point, right, and you're saying – Well, we're talking to me who got pregnant off of a damn IUD anyway, so what the hell? This <laughs> didn't work <laughs> What the hell anyway. do I know? Yeah. 
It didn't work anyway. It's okay. My no. mom was on birth control when she got pregnant with both me and, and my little sister. And I still got pregnant, so it doesn't even matter. So Lisa's fertile but, myrtle over here. But it's just, I don't know, the whole, like, the morning after pill, you're right. That's kind of, there really is no different from morning after pill to birth control because they do the same thing. Yes. It's just downright cut to the abortions and the people who wait and the people who are just, I don't to me, ignorant to think that their baby is actually inside of them looking like a little gummy bear, because that's what they look like at about 9 to 12 weeks with little arms and little legs, and they do have a heartbeat. Yes. And they do have feel, and they do move around, like they move inside of your body. Mm-hmm. And that's why, it's just, it's really like, I, I get the... The whole, I was raped, I was, you know, and and because a lot of people, they're raped by their dads or their uncles or their brothers, and who would want to bring a baby into that world? To live with the thought of, well, I'm only here because my grandpa raped my mom, you know, like. Yeah. At the end of the day, the truth always comes to surface, so it's going to come out. Yeah. Somebody's gonna be ignorant enough to tell this poor little kid how they got here. Yeah. Even if the okay, mom so what if the option it. is you have someone who knows I'm gonna be a shitty ass fucking parent and they're like Well they control yourself. Would you rather have them bring the kid into the world? Like it's already Give happened, them up for right? Adoption. Give them up for adoption. Okay. Or don't do it. Like that's irritating to me too. You're on drugs. Okay, we'll control yourself. You I don't think they it. would be on drugs if they could. That's called addiction. And it some is people addiction, can't control themselves, which is, is why addiction, they're addicts. But they know how to take a birth control. So take your birth control. But birth control is not free. Tied. Birth control is not free. There's doctors anywhere that you can go to to tie your tubes. Get your fucking for tubes For free? Tied. Yes. There's places where you can go get your tubes tied for free. I didn't know this. What do you think Planned Parenthood is? But I'm saying they're trying to get rid of Planned Parenthood. So. And that's stupid. I mean, that's a whole other topic. <laughs> People look at Planned Parenthood for only giving abortions. And that's not what Planned Parenthood is. But I think that's what People you get into when you run. Stupid. Okay. Like this is the, the thing. People think the Kardashians are stupid. So people don't think. So I watched this whole episode of the Kardashians where they went to Planned Parenthood. Which obviously we know in, in Colorado, like Planned Parenthood was like this huge thing, and you always heard about it in the news and all this stuff. Well, they do so many other things to help women who can't yeah, birth afford control, STD testing, or abortion. Like I, like I don't know. But I think people. Get on the train, uh, and this is kind of why I support legalized abortion, because people get on a train of their beliefs being the beliefs of everybody else. Agreed. So legally, yes, I think they should be allowed. You know, again, I believe it's your own decision, and you have to live with whatever decision you make. The reason that I don't get one personally is because I agree with you. I believe that it is a life. It's my kid's life. Mm -hmm. So... For me, it there's no question about it. But at the same time, we're talking legal. Right. And legally, should you be able to get one? Unfortunately, you know, for someone like me, 
I still think you should legally be able to, right? You should have access to that because you shouldn't have to tell me why you're getting one. And I can't give like a partial, like legally you guys can, but legally you can't. No, you know what? Yes, make it legal. You don't agree with having an abortion? Don't get one. Simple as that. No matter what. Yeah, I'm just saying, simple as that though. We're talking legality and personal beliefs and you can't. See that that's too where I'm kind of, like like I said I'm on the fence because I feel like who is and my opinion is would you like the rest of your bottles? Yes. Who is any other person? How dare you try to tell me what I can or cannot do with my life? Like I'm very like I'm very stubborn and I'm very like you tell me I can't do something, well guess what, motherfucker, I'm gonna go do it. And I, yes, and I am. No, that's Lisa. And I, for that sure. is me. And that is me 100%. Do I need to put some more Guinness in the fridge, freezer? Because I don't have any more blue moon. But, and that is very, 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 very me. So I feel like who is the president or the government to tell us what we can or cannot do? Like, I am very strong that way. Like, don't tell me what I can or cannot do. You're not the boss of me. Because, yeah, exactly. Like, I have that mentality. You're not the boss of me. And I know that's pathetic and I sound like a child, but I, but it is. Don't tell me I can't do something. And I, I really, and Tiffany totally just, like, got the whole mixture of the colors thing down. Just I was just off. trying. I was like, let me see if I can yeah. do it without a spoon. Right? <laughs> I kind of got it. She did. So, but I, I am that. Like, I am that way. So, do I feel like any government person should tell us what we can or cannot do nope i sure in hell don't but when it come down to my personal beliefs that is my personal beliefs and it's very hard for me and i think it's, it's even harder for me because i worked in ultrasound as an assistant for years like i worked in that department from 2005 to 2012 so even when i wasn't directly in ultrasound they would still call me to chaperone ultrasounds of men who were ultrasound techs. And so I I saw these babies and I saw women who were only four to five weeks pregnant that were so happy to see that their baby was okay. And you could tell that they were just, there was a little peanut growing in there. So it's, that's, I think that's what makes it hard. Okay, all right. And let's go to the next subject before I cry. Yes, because Lisa's like, oh, I'm getting all tear. But no, I mean, I like this because yeah. Lisa is being 100, and that's the whole point of this, right? Mm-hmm. Like, it may not be what our audience agrees with. It may not be what anybody else agrees with. Mm-hmm. And that's the whole point of hot, bon to- uh, hot button topics is people have a strong stance on it. All right, this one is like another different realm, one that Lisa may or may not care a lot about. Uh, the question is, should animals be used for scientific or commercial testing? Oh, no. I care about this. And I'll tell you why I care about this. Because Rihanna, my daughter, you guys, you know, don't know, actually loves animals. Like, she would be, like, she asks us to do vegetarian days. And, like, there's certain meats that just absolutely disgust her. So she don't eat it. Like, if you put a piece of chicken on her plate, like, it's like looking at her about to puke. She don't like it. So, I don't feel like animal testing should be 
I feel like if you if it's if you you're worried and you have to test on an animal, then maybe you shouldn't be making it for humans. Okay, here's what I'll say because mine is the opposite of hers. Guinness in the fridge. Oh my so my stance is unfortunately in cases you do, right? So if you find uh, if you're testing out theories of how to cure cancer. Would you rather them just throw it into the market and then people die from this? Or would you rather test it on animals? And I feel like, you know, who do you test it on? Do you test it on, like, you bring it straight to market without testing? Or what are your thoughts on that then? Well, so if I'm testing okay, the drug, right? And that type is different. <laughs> Because there's different types of animal testing. Like, there's, okay, so let's say the death penalty. Oh, which is another one of these hot hot button topics. So, So, the death penalty. So, let's test it on an animal to make sure it works on an animal to make sure it works on a human. No, you know what? At that point, when when a person has done something so bad... Like, kill somebody else. But you believe they deserve death. Or rape a child. Then why do you care how comfortable they are? Exactly. So test it on their asses anyway. What if that poor little rat or poor little dog or cat or whoever, what did they ever do to anybody? Nothing. Test it on that nasty motherfucker who's sitting up in the cell anyway that deserves to die. Now, okay, since since we broached this topic, do you believe in the death penalty? I feel like if you have no re- no remorse for human life, period, you flat out murdered somebody else with no regrets whatsoever because you see those people. They don't care. They don't think that there's nothing wrong if they flat out murdered somebody in cold blood. Yeah. Then bye-bye because what good are you in the world? And I feel like, or especially when it comes to children, people who murder children, people who rape children, hurt children, and you have no remorse for what you did, make you go in your little lab and you be the little test rat to see how this stuff works. And I have a different opinion. Not the animal. I have a different opinion of the death penalty. I do not agree with the death penalty, and this is why. Because... Our judicial system is so flawed that we see people who have been incarcerated for 20 years and stuff and then realize they weren't guilty. We see people who are falsely Mm -hmm. accused of rape and things like that. And then years later, we find out didn't actually happen. Made the shit up to protect themselves type of things. So this is why I don't agree with it, because say we killed that person and then years later, we find out all the shit was lies. All the shit was made up. And then we kill somebody because we assume that someone felt that mm-hmm. fed us this false testimony of what occurred. Uh, they manipulated the evidence to create a story because they believe this is what happened. And then you kill an innocent person. Bad enough that you already have them incarcerated and their lives mm-hmm. will never be the same because 20 years have passed and you've been locked up in the system and you haven't been in the real world adjusting to things. Yeah. And then, like, death. But I think there's a big difference in the people who are in jail that are just accused and they they accuse them for no reason to the people who flat out 
you know that they did what they did. Yeah, but okay. So yes, so if you know without a doubt, right. and you didn't rely on eyewitnesses, right. and you have absolute not like oh I saw him walking around in the neighborhood at the same time it occurred right like no that's circumstantial that's evidence different. right and that's not what I'm talking about like I don't feel like those people should and like one of my pet peeves is and I'm and I'm just honest like I cannot stand like a hearsay thing like I feel so bad for those people who spend their lives in jail just because that's what Sally, Joe, whatever, said that they did and then they get incarcerated and they didn't do anything. But I'm I'm talking about those people who you flat out have absolutely no remorse for anything that they did and they will come out and say, yep, I did it. Those people should be tested and not animals. The people who they are going off and he said, she said, and that's how they get put in jail, that's a totally different situation. Yeah. There are just people who have no remorse for anybody and they're complete assholes and they don't even care what they did. Yeah. And that's what I'm talking about. They should be one way. Like we could do a whole podcast of how I feel <laughs> about nothing I've talked about it before. About how I feel about certain people that they're quick to throw in jail. For what? What? Why are you wasting my tax money on these people? That shouldn't even be in jail. When it's like, this is so petty, right. what are and, we doing? And drugs is my main thing. Yeah. My main thing. But it comes down to those people who have no remorse, who will straight out admit what they did, they're proud of what they did, and hurt innocent children, or women, or even men. Whoever, they hurt those people, test those motherfuckers instead of animals. Because <laughs> them animals didn't do shit to you. Okay. New topic. Okay. Here we go. Lisa is like on fire and I'm loving this. Okay. Keep 100. All right. Should churches remain tax exempt? Right now, churches don't have to pay taxes. So all the money they collect is tax free. (laughs) So, no. No, but yeah. Because, so with. My church alone, this is all I know. Like, I don't know about other churches and how things are run. But some churches do not get automatic money back to them. So, some churches, and I don't know if it's mega churches or who, but some churches maybe get funding from state or whatever, and some churches do not. Why are you looking at me like that? (laughs) Well, I don't understand how churches are getting funded from state because there's supposed to be a separation of church and state. Yeah, but you, unless you, you do charity saying, like, work, unless they're getting... So, do so. okay, this is a good question. Then do any churches get help that are outside of their congregation? Uh, I think what is supposed to happen is a lot of churches are supposed to use the money that they receive in order to keep their churches running. Okay. Which is why a lot of them do push offerings and tithes. Right. So as far as, as much. So as they we'll do. talk about my church in Colorado. My church in Colorado was a big church. Mm-hmm. It had like Sunday services, Saturday service. Well, that Saturday service or not? And a Wednesday night service, and then they got money from up like that bookstore. They had a coffee shop. They had like all this other shit in there. So they it was a big it was a big church. 
Mm-hmm. And after I left there and then found our church that we found here, which you've been, you went to once. Yes. So it made me look at my, the, our church in Colorado a lot different because our church in Colorado pushed a lot of their beliefs upon their people. Mm-hmm. But that's not the question, so we won't get on there. No, but, no, no. <laughs> don't let me get on there. No, no, woman. Let's but, focus on the topic. But that one, do I feel like maybe they could have paid taxes? Absolutely, because they have so much money coming in in other directions, and it was a big church. I don't know if I'd call it a mega church, but I think it was kind of on the way of a mega church. Right, it was on the trajectory. Right. So, could they have probably done taxes? Yes. Do I feel like the church that we belong to now, which is small at this point in our church, if they had to pay taxes, I think it would break our church and we wouldn't have a church anymore. But I'm not saying with the direction that our church is going and the different, but at that point, I guess there's going to be a separation between what the church is doing on a seven-day basis to what the church is doing on a Sunday. So you kind of support a... the actual church. Uh-huh. I don't know. I I kind of feel like it needs to be a church-to-church basis because our church is very... It's small. I was going to say, like, maybe you thought there was like a threshold. Like, if you make less than this amount, then you keep everything. If you make more than that, then you would... Like, our church honestly has no issues of showing people what they make monthly. Yeah. And what they make monthly really is not up to par to what they need to make monthly to keep the church open. So, how they're differentiating that amount, that I don't know. But I feel like if you look at a mega church and you look at a small church... There should there needs to be a major differential because yeah. let's say sometimes you guys go to what church or you go you used uh, to go to Calvary I so that's what it's called that church is huge right mm-hmm. they have multiple services they have a school they have right. all these different rooms they have all these right. different things they can offer yeah but then when you went to our church it's kind of like very small everybody knows everybody blah blah, blah. like if you can't. You really can't compare those two when you think of taxes because then you have to think of how. Stuff no, but comes you in. figured the the church at one point started off as a small church and mm-hmm. then grew and got funding and you know all that and the funding might have been through a uh, wealthy parishioner, uh, not parishioner, parishioner. Right. Uh, it could have been um, some other way. I don't know, but I I think I'm kind of. Um, I'm on the fence because practicing your religion is different from having a church and a functioning church. So you people gathering in one location to express their religious beliefs, Mm -hmm. that's different than you saying, well, we want to build this church and we want to decorate it and we want to have this and we want to do that. You are now a business. You're now something that is focusing on trying to make money in some regard, right? Mm-hmm. You reading meeting for religious purposes is way different than you right. saying, okay, we need money, we need money, we need money. You're now soliciting for funds. That's what I kind of feel like. So like at some point in the future, I part of our church is gonna have to do with taxes because we're gonna be a market. We're gonna have a coffee shop and a whole organic juice bar coffee shop inside of our church in Aurora. 
Yeah. Which has nothing to do with religion. Right. And it has nothing to do with the actual church itself. Right now, our decorations and everything else comes from our student's leader. Because that's what she does on the side. For her, that's her passion. Yeah, but she someone pays her no. to get the products. How do you get the items? She has. How do you get the couches? How do you get the it. chairs? Oh, well, that all came from all this stuff that you've seen in our church is going to our new church. Nothing new is going into. No, but I'm church. saying, how did you get it in the first place? You because made the purchase part of the budget of the people who bought our old church. Right, but where did you get the money from? People gave you. Well, the so money. our old church that we used to go to. So technically it's donations. Ever went to, no, they bought the church. I don't think you ever went to our old church, right? But I'm saying the money came from someone well, or somewhere. But it's That church it. got they it sold from it. somewhere. Right. So that church might have got it from somewhere. So right. our old church was on Barnes Road. And it was like right across from Blackberry Farms. Mm-hmm. So our pastor sold that church because we couldn't afford it anymore. Mm-hmm. And even though he tried to hold on to it and hold on to it, because that was a church that his dad built at the time. And, his and I dad think I've died. been to it yeah. before, but not Maybe. in the same. But I don't think I don't off know. of your recommendation, I think I had other friends yeah. who, who right. talked to me. So even though he tried to hold it and hold it and hold on to it, he just couldn't afford it. Like the way the community had, had changed and everything had changed at that point. So he got an offer for another church, which I think is called like the the harvest, the yeah, know, which I just saw the harvest on the way. Maybe. Oh, so you went on barns? I think it was. No, it's I not the know. harvest because harvest is it's on Ridge Road or Plainfield or something. Yeah, that's not it. But whatever the church's name, new name is, their pastor actually came and talked to our pastor, and then our pastor put our church up for sale, and they bought it. So just like somebody goes and buys a house. Yeah. They bought the church from our pastor. Well, that buying that church made us be able to start this new church and all this other good stuff in downtown Aurora. Now, see, I'm not saying anything in regards right. to the church and the way that the church utilizes their money. That's mm-hmm. their own business. But I'm just saying, like, that's how they got the money yeah. to do all this stuff because they actually bought it just like somebody buys a house. But again, how they do you get the, the money? Because a lot of times pastors don't have another mm-hmm. job. That is your job, which means right. you're that's making money. That's how you bought a house is because mm-hmm. the money that people donated to the church. Now, for the rest of us, we work every day, too, but we still have to pay our taxes. Mm-hmm. Does he have to pay taxes? I'm sure he would have to somehow pay taxes. Because it would have been associated with was, his... He bought, he sold the building. Yeah. So he sold the building to a different... You know, it's a different church. He sold the building. So, so he I'm pays sure he personal pay taxes. I don't know if it was personal or he had to pay back his loan that was already out. But not just the for the church, but I'm saying he feeds himself from the money that the church... That he brings in from the church. He's like a salesman. He wants you to donate money so he can get paid. I don't know. I don't do with that shit. <laughs> well, no, I mean, that's the argument for charging, you know, taxes. Because, mm-hmm. like, all the rest of us pay taxes, too. Right. Even the poorest of the poor, the people who don't make money. Right. They still pay taxes. You work so at McDonald's, you still... Because they... Oh, yeah, that's true. But they're they homeless, Tiffany. They just solicit money, though. I don't know. I don't really know. And that kind of thing. I don't want to know. My whole stance is people who are mega churches, do I feel like they need to pay taxes? Yes. But then I look at my church and I think if we paid taxes, my church probably would not be able to be open. 
For mm-hmm. the simple fact is, when I look at that church, everything that's done for me at Kelvin and everything that is done for me and for my kids and what they love and excited, like, I overslept this morning. Did I say that already? Yes. No. Yeah. <laughs> like, they were super sad that we didn't go to church and they didn't get to go in their classrooms. They love their classrooms. Absolutely love their classrooms. And their director of their classrooms who makes the lessons possible every week, she's not a full-time worker because they can't afford to pay her full-time. So I will guarantee you she does a lot of this stuff on her free time where she's not getting paid. So she's like a normal teacher. Right. Where okay. they all do a lot of personal shit on the Probably. They do a lot of shit on, on personal time without paying. her own Etsy shop and, and three boys and a husband and everything else that she does. Like, I would generally be sad if something happened to my church right now. But yeah. now when we move into our big church, I'm sure they're going to have to pay taxes because it's going to... Big but they don't. That's the point. There's no churches pay taxes. But they will. Because well, that their church business will, portion yeah, their will. business portion will have to pay taxes. All right. Next question. Is sexual orientation determined at birth? Oh, see, this is one Gay, straight, so, bi. Are mean, you born that way? I feel like I feel like what you feel in your life and who you love or are attracted to, kids do know that, and even as young as elementary school. Okay. I don't think you're influenced because, ooh, my cousin blah 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 is gay, so that's gonna make me gay. It doesn't work that way. I think what it does is it allows you to feel more comfortable and secure right. with expressing it. Did it make you more than what you were? No. no. If you were attracted to someone, that's mm-hmm. who you were just attracted right, to. Exactly. Period. It's just that if you know somebody or you know a group and you're t- tied mm-hmm. into that group, it makes you more comfortable with expressing those I'm feelings. I'm going to tell you this. Do I think there's women who are beautiful? Absolutely. Do I enjoy being in a store? And I'm going to tell you right now. I'll, I'll tell Calvin, like, babe, look at that ass. Like, I have no shame. If it's a nice ass or some nice boobs, look at it. Like, yeah. But am I going to go look at some girls, lick at some girls' coochie because I think that way? Absolutely not. So the, I feel like you are just, you can be attracted to someone or you can be born. Like, you just, mm. what am I trying to say? <laughs> Tiffany, what am I trying to say? I don't know. You know what I'm trying to say always. Like what? No, I don't think you. I, okay. I, I don't think that you are. I think some people may be influenced to think that they like certain things because they're just easily influenced. But I think that also comes down to issues that that person has. But have. no, I don't even agree with that. I think that you like what you like, and you feel comfortable with expressing mm-hmm. things. And then there are those people who don't necessarily like something, but they feel like everybody else is doing that, so they'll go. In that direction. But then, then like I said, that's the issue of what they have. And that's what needs to be worked on. Yeah, but that's not a sexual orientation thing. I I do agree. I think sexual orientation is just... Now, I'm not going to say you come out of the womb having sexual feelings for any sex one way or the other. That's something that develops as you get older. Nobody knows when they're born. when they don't even know the difference of a boy or a girl who they like. Yeah, but I don't think that, you know, someone's like, I'm just going to be gay because, like... You know, mm-hmm. I see someone else being gay and I think that's cool. I think that you 
have those feelings and then, then again you see somebody and you're like okay everything is okay for them right maybe it'll be okay for me if right. i express that these are the feelings that i have but that's what i so yeah we're but, saying but the like same said, thing like i have like do i find a win- someone attractive yes do I find some butts attractive? Yes. Boobs attractive? Yes. But am I going to go lick some girl's coochie? No. And I'm whispering to my kids over here. Am I going to go flick some girl's coochie? No. Because that's just not what I find that attractive. But see, oh, I'm and I think people have this. That I have upstairs. <laughs> but I think people get under this assumption that because you think or feel a way, you have to act mm-hmm. entirely in that manner. Do you get what I'm saying? Yeah. It, it's almost like your sexual maybe prowess and what you do. It's like being yeah. a freak and being a prude, right? Like, right. I might like sex, but maybe I don't like the same type of sex you like. Okay. Right? I think that's the same way you feel as far as, like, attraction. Like, I might like you to this extent, but I don't really want to break <laughs> yeah, into, like, that extent. Yeah, yeah I'm <laughs> not going to that extent. It's not happening. So, I mean... People feel like you have to go one full way or the other, and people forget there is this gray area that you're allowed to live in. Right. <laughs> so. Um, and, I, and I don't think that makes you wrong either way that you like things. No, it's whatever. It is what it right? is. Okay, so let's do one more. Um, is a college education worth it? Hmm. And I'll I'll answer this one first. In this day and age, yes, yeah. only because they require it for you to get your foot in the door. Yes. So in this day and age, yes. I honestly, you even just get your associate's degree. Honestly, I think that it is a tragedy that it uh, human resources has pushed this agenda mm-hmm. of having a college degree because you don't really care what my college degree is in. Mm-hmm. You just want me to have one. So what does that matter? If my job actually requires that college degree and my work experience doesn't reflect the aptitude for me to do that, then I could see you saying, like, I can't just walk in and become a doctor, right? Oh, yeah. You want a college degree for that. But my job now is in operations. And guess what? I'm a history major. What the fuck does either one have to do with the other? Neither. But guess what? I do my job and I do it well. And people around me think that I do an excellent job. So that just tells you. I didn't need a college degree to do the work that I'm doing right they now. Just want the college. Degree. So I think it's a tragedy that it requires me to have one in order to do yeah. my job. I mean, I feel like, okay, so this is my thing. I have always did, I guess it would fall under the category of customer service. Like I always. So I wanted to get a job where I could work. Three twelves in a hospital, and be, so that I could go to school the rest of the time. But even to be a front desk person in a hospital on a floor, you have to have a degree, really, to sit at a desk doing what I do now, just in a hospital setting. You're telling me that I have to have a degree for what I do, like. In my last position, so I transferred, obviously you guys know, so that I could work for tens a week so that I could go back to college and have a day to be able to actually do things. I helped all of the CT and MRI checks with patients. I took out IVs. 
I gave burial. I did this. I did all this stuff, but in any other position, I would have to have a degree to do that. Okay. Well, I don't have a degree, and I still did it, and I did a good job at it. So I really feel like there's so many positions out there that they used to not make you have a degree for that you now have to have a degree and you shouldn't. So at the end of the day, yeah, you need a degree to do anything. Even if you go to school like Tiffany said to get an associate's degree that has or a degree PR, well, I know you have more than an associate's degree. But yeah. even get an associate's degree in what is that, two years? Right? Yeah. And something that has nothing to do with what you want. It's the whole degree. It's the whole purpose that you have the degree on a piece of paper. I almost want to say it's a class way. It's a way of saying, like, separating classes, right? Because we know that people who aren't as well-to-do have struggle, right? You have more to think about than just um, getting loans or having your parents pay for your schooling, right? It's like, how am I going to put food on the table? How am I going to afford a place to live? How's my family going to afford a place to live without me working a job? I don't have the same um, spoon in my mouth that affords me being able to afford a degree or to have the time and energy to go get a degree, mm -hmm. right? So I feel like it's almost like a class thingy, right? Where rich people can afford for their kids to go to school. They can, right. Their kids don't have to worry about working a job while they're going to school and things like that. And they have more networking. They have more ability to do things. But I don't think a college degree is necessarily something that should be mandatory. Um, but I will say, unfortunately, with the climate, a college education is worth it here. Or a college degree is worth yeah, it. Yeah, it doesn't even matter what the hell you have. I won't even say education. No. The degree is worth it. Yeah, and it don't matter what it's in because... You could have it in one thing and still go get, like Tiffany said, what the hell does her degree have to do with what she does now? Nothing. It's what you can put on that piece of paper that makes you look good. Yep. Unfortunately. Right. And it's sad because there is people who can't afford to go to college. Yep. Because that shit's expensive. Yes. And again, time, money, all different types of stuff to get in. Um, and not knowing what you should have done in order to get that done or what you maybe right. you had to work a job in high school. You couldn't focus on your homework and your grades right. and all that. It's just sad. It is. Because Calvin and I both just signed up. So we both start school in the summer. And, like, I already have anxiety about it. Like, how are we going to pay for this? And I didn't know this. How so I'm very, this? I'm yeah. very proud of Lisa like, and Calvin for doing this. Because, like, like, if they can ugh. stick with it. It'll be so worth it for them yeah. in the end just because of the opportunities it will afford them. Right. It, but it does. It gives you anxiety already. Like, how are you going to afford this? How much time is this going to take away from my kids? How am I going to work full time plus go to school? And take care of kids. Yeah. How am I going to do this? And, well, what am I going to do when me, well, and Kelvin, because I'm going to be a nurse and Kelvin's going to be a teacher. What are we going to do when we have to start doing clinicals and what would it be for a teacher? An internship? Oh, uh, shit. Man Teachers are called right? observations in the student yeah, teaching. Yeah, well, whatever. What, what are we going to do then? Because we'll probably be at the same time. And how are we going to afford to live? Like, it gives you major anxiety, but at the end, it's going to be totally worth it. Yes. But it, it gives me anxiety already. And we just signed <laughs> up. And we haven't even started yet. <laughs> Until oh, the Lord. summer. I'm praying for Lisa. Oh. 
All right, y'all. Well, I mean, we're an hour into the podcast, which is longer than the, what we've been going. But I mean, I think this was a great mm-hmm. podcast. We hit on a lot of important topics and, you know, maybe Lisa and I need to do this more often where we, we do the keep it 100, even though it's not the 100th episode. But we need more drinks for this. Wow. Yeah, I got a little bit left in my cup. So, um, mm. yeah. Uh, you can find us on all the major social media networks at the MWT Podcast. You can email us at the MWT Podcast at gmail.com. And you can call us at okay, 331-884. Okay, hold on. Is it six? It's six eight four. Six eight four. Eight eight. One four. Eight eight one four. Yeah, that's it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that's you can it. check out all the other podcasts and blogs on the fifteen fifteen app dot com. And that's it. That's it. All right. Peace. See you later.